Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. Today we're talking about forgiveness, which I believe is essential to being happy. If you're carrying around all those resentments and disappointments and anger, it can be quite a heavy load. One of the ways to free yourself is to make sure that you understand all the facts before you get angry. And I'm going to share two stories about that from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Forgiveness Fix. We made this book because we feel this is such an important topic. And I think that the revealing true stories in this new collection will inspire you to use the power of forgiveness in your own life. We have stories that show you how to manage your hurt with or without an apology and then focus on what's really important. You'll read about marriages being strengthened, families getting back together, grown children coming to understand their parents, and people overcoming the worst transgressions, even crimes. All of these writers describe how using forgiveness freed them because holding on to those past wrongs really does weigh you down. And in today's stories, we learn about two people who held on to their anger until they found out the truth about what really happened. If only they had known before, if they had gotten all the facts, they would have saved themselves a lot of heartache. So the first story is from Christy Heitger Ewing, and she shares a really personal story about her mother who committed suicide. Her mother suffered from depression, and she had already tried committing suicide just six weeks earlier. She had taken an overdose of sleeping pills, but she had called Christy, and the family had been able to save her. Unfortunately, the next time was different. Even though the family had assured their mother how much they loved her and needed her, and even though they had locked up all her medications, somehow she had done it again. And it was worse this time. Christy's father called her and said that this time the hospital probably could not save her mother. Christy then spent several hours waiting for the dreaded phone call. And while she waited, she got angry. She said things to herself like, How could she betray me like this? How could she choose to leave me? And she thought back, there had been plenty of times when it was her mom who was saving her, like when Christy was anorexic as a child or when she went through a painful divorce. When she had carpal tunnel surgery in both hands, her mom had cared for her toddler. Christy says, time after time, she saved me. And now, when it was my turn to save her, I had failed miserably. Guilt and gut-wrenching pain ate away at me. So poor Christy was angry with her mother and felt guilty at the same time. For several months after her mother died, Christy remained steadfast in her righteous indignation. 
she took down all the photos of her mother, and she was absolutely miserable, and she cried all the time everywhere. And then one night, she saw a news segment about suicide, and it caused her to reevaluate her mom's actions. She says, up until this point, I'd been drowning so deep in my own grief that all I could see was how mom's death affected me. I hadn't stopped to consider what she must have been feeling. Now, Christy also attended a support group for people who had lost loved ones to suicide, and she began to understand the agonizing emotional pain that her mother was in. Christy says, something clicked inside me, and suddenly I had a newfound perspective, and with it, a newfound mercy for mom. Clinical depression was her cancer. It was her car accident. It was her heart attack. She didn't choose to become afflicted by a chemical imbalance that messed up her brain any more than a cancer patient signs on to have cancer cells ravage her body. So while my mom died by suicide, it was depression that killed her. It wasn't her fault. The power to forgive provided me with both strength and clarity that enabled me to move through the hurt so I could heal. Christy felt awful that she couldn't save her mother, but she was no longer angry. And now she remembers the 46 wonderful years that she did have with her mother before her disease took her away. Now, on a lighter topic and more relatable for most of us, we have Nancy Beach's story about how a lack of forgiveness hurt her marriage. What happened was that Nancy and her husband were throwing a New Year's Eve party for friends. Nancy spent days preparing, including cleaning the house. She planned, she shopped, she did everything. And she did everything while handling their two toddlers as well. The night before the party, her husband helped her set up the tables. All he had to do the next day was to be there and help out during the party. He would be home from work at 5 in plenty of time. But at 5 the next day, he texted that he had to stay at work a little longer. And this kept happening. Another text, another promise to be just a little longer. Nancy hadn't even wanted to have this party. And her greatest fear was hosting it alone. But that's what happened. Her husband kept staying at work a little longer until hours went by. Now she was hosting alone, and she was the only person not in a couple when they started playing games. Her husband eventually called and said he'd be home by midnight. He explained that his company had to do inventory for accounting reasons, and someone at work had mismarked all the boxes and miscounted the parts in them, too. All the employees had to stay to clean up the mess by the deadline of midnight. They were all missing their New Year's Eve events, and everyone was mad at her husband because he was the one who had to make them stay. Nancy suddenly had an epiphany. She says, I realized what the night had been like for my husband. Up until that point, I'd been far too worked up to see his side. All I knew was that he wasn't home. But he was taking a lot of heat at work. He wanted to be at the party, and the icing on the cake was a wife who was being a hostzilla. He asked if she would forgive him, and she says she made a conscious choice. She chose forgiveness and she realized that most of her misery that night had been her own doing. She washed her face to try to remove the sign of tears, and she joined in the game playing with their friends. 
Her husband did make it home in time for midnight, and she was able to sincerely give him a big kiss as they watched the ball drop on TV. He wished her a happy new year, and she said it back. She writes, As I said the words, I was thankful for a new year. New beginnings. I resolved to be more patient, understanding, and forgiving in the coming year. So that's a little bit of inspiration you'll find in Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Forgiveness Fix. If you want to learn more about it, head over to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see a link to the book there, and you can read all about what's inside it. I'll be sharing a lot of stories from the book over the next couple of months, so sign up for this podcast wherever you like to get your podcasts, and those future episodes will be automatically downloaded into your phone. You can pick up a copy of the book at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever else you like to buy books. Thanks for joining me today at Chicken Soup for the Soul. Come back next time for a couple more stories about entertaining from our new Christmas book. These stories will help you relax and let a somewhat imperfect Christmas happen for you because those really are the best kind. Saving money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Saving money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.